0: Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Holistic Hearts. I am your host, Kristen Chadwick. And today I have a beautiful episode to bring all of what we have been learning about in January together. And I do want to hold space for anybody who has more questions about how the Vim model plays out in your life. So I did post this inside of the group of Facebook. Um, If you have questions, please feel free to ask inside of there on that post, or you can personally message me through Facebook or Instagram. And I am happy to continue this conversation as long as it takes to help this flesh out into your life and make it real practical for you. I really just sat down this morning and was praying and asking for Holy Spirit for more on how to flesh this out for you. And so I hope today will help you get more of a grasp and uh, continue to apply this to your life because Man, this has now become really a part of my own world, whether it is through life coaching or coaching my podcasters. And in my own world, I continue to think about this Vim model. So, uh, thank you for you guys already asking questions. And that is what this episode is birthed out of. And that's how I want this podcast to roll. So, again, Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for making January of 2023 just take off and explode. You guys are amazing. Thanks for sharing the podcast with friends. If you know anybody who would be blessed to hear this series, please send it to them. I would so appreciate that. Um, And again, I want to say thank you for all who are contributing (laughs) to uh, the production and the airing of this podcast through the website, buymeacoffee.com. I have a link down below. Uh, You're not really buying me a cup of coffee. You're (laughs) more uh, just supporting this podcast. So I know people get a kick out of that. And I actually went to coffee with a friend and she was like, I'm buying you a cup of coffee. Wink, wink. (laughs) Anyway, it just kind of tickled me. (laughs) Okay. So we have a show for you today that is really for anybody who has already listened to the last three episodes. They are building off of one another. We have walked through what I was just talking about, the VIM model, V-I-M. And this is all based off of David Smith's coaching book, Vision, Intention, and Means. So if you haven't listened to those episodes, I really encourage you to go back and listen. I've had so much sweet words and encouragement from listeners about how this has really helped them reflect over their own goals, their vision. And today I like I said I really want to answer some questions of what does this look like practically? And I really have been spending time in prayer especially today for every listener that's going to be listening to this episode, that they would have a clear vision over their life. And I pray your heart receives those little kingdom goodies today. Okay, let's dive in. The Vim model is a model of transformation. The Vim model is off of the phrase Vim and Vigor which is like an idiom, uh, it's Vim and Vigor together. It means physical strength, energy and acting, liveliness, activity, flourish and thriving. Yeah. Vim and Vigor. Okay. So this model encompasses the Vim and the Vigor, that physical strength, the energy and acting, the liveliness and activity, flourishing and thriving. And the VIM, V-I-M, vision, intention, and means, it's all building off of each other. They're all interdependent and you all need, you, you need all of those to move forward in your purpose. So it's very uh, synergy type of thing and it's very interdependent. And we're always going to start with vision. I want you to think about in the Bible, there are regular everyday people that have been called, whether through angel visiting Mary, who was told, this is your call on your life. And she says, let it be as you say, right? Peter, he gets called out of the boat and he says, yes. And Jesus says, you will be my rock, right? He has his back and forth with him, with Jesus and denying him. But Jesus ultimately sees Peter as the rock, right? The disciples, they all follow Jesus. Paul has an encounter with Jesus. They were all given a vision. And the concept of vision is kingdom law. So spiritual law, not like rules, but it, through the kingdom, there is a law, if blank, then blank, right? So we can count on that God has given us vision. We are all here for a reason. And these people that we read about in the Bible, they were everyday people like you and I. And so we have the hope that Holy Spirit within us is going to give us that vision if we have not yet gotten a vision. But I will say (laughs) for that question of what if you don't have a vision? I want to speak to this specifically. Proverbs 29, 18 says, where there is no prophetic vision, the people are discouraged. Now, people that are struggling with a vision, there's usually something going on. Sometimes we lack vision because we are in bondage of with fear, or we've been disappointed, or we are depressed or discouraged. And I want you to pause and I want you to ask the Holy Spirit to search your heart. Psalm 139, that's a beautiful Psalm. And I've talked about it many times here on the podcast. It is foundational to our life. (laughs) That is the foundation that we can lay our heads upon, right? We have been created very particularly by a creator who loves us and wants us to thrive and have a vision. So asking the Holy Spirit, where do you need healing? Where do I need healing? What is preventing us from dreaming? Because I know in conversations that I've had with clients, with friends, with family, that sometimes our past will prevent us from dreaming. We fear that disappointment. We fear being let down. We get gun shy. We get timid. And sometimes, even underneath that, we are so, so hurt, and that's okay, that maybe there's some underlying depression and anxiety that needs to be addressed. And that's where asking the Holy Spirit, do I need to go see a doctor? Do I need to go see a counselor? Or maybe you need somebody who is more seasoned and wiser, and they have walked this road of letting go, of fear, and you need them to help you walk through this. And sometimes, to be real honest, we don't dream because we have a poverty mindset. And again, there's no shame here. I just want you to be aware. It just means we get the opportunity to explore, to heal, and to turn our face back to Jesus back to our father who is the father of abundance and every good gift comes from him. And we get to turn around or repent. That's what the word repent means. It means turn and look eye to eye with Jesus and allow him to unlock those places within your heart that is holding you back from vision. I have a dear friend who is just learning about Holy Spirit. And it's so invigorating because I was in a similar place, probably, gosh, now it's probably been about (laughs) 10 years ago. And it was just so um, igniting in my own spirit to see His face light up and say, I just had this revelation that the Holy Spirit is My helper. And I love that because it's so pure and such a huge revelation that I would love for myself, for you to really grasp that. Holy Spirit is your helper. He does not leave us hanging. He does not want you to live in this place of, well, I can't ever get a vision, so I guess this isn't for me. And that's not where He wants you to land. He wants you to land in a place of always thinking about what is good, what is pure, what is noble, right? Asking for that revelation. Habakkuk 2.2 says, Then the Lord replied, Write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. And he goes on in that chapter um, where it's like a crazy prophetic word. And But the point is in that that sentence, write down the revelation and make it plain. The, re- the word revelation in Greek means apocalypto, which means to take off the cover, disclose, reveal, make known, make manifest, disclose what before was unknown. God is so amazing. He is banking on us and betting on us for us to turn to Him and ask Him to reveal what it is that is His vision for our lives. Isn't that beautiful? And so once we have worked through those things that are holding us back from vision, because it's not God holding you back. It's not um, a lack of imagination. There's there's some sort of lie. There's some sort of inner healing that needs to happen or there's healing that needs to happen in a a, a counseling session or mentor or coach, whatever. And that's okay. That's beautiful. That is your vision right there is to get healing to move forward because he wants to create life in you. Okay. So vision means we get to practice the art of beautiful imagination. I'm going to be a little bit edgy here. And in that revelation, in that Greek word, apocalypto, apocalypto, it says make manifest. So there's a lot of new agey things going out there that talk about manifest your whatever. Well, actually, this is all God's idea. When we anchor it into the kingdom When we anchor it into our creator, yes, we are called to use our imagination to bring things forward, to partner with him, to pray and bring those things forward. So what area, when you think about your vision, is God highlighting for you to grow in? It could be a massive vision or maybe a more like common vision where it's, Uh, I want to create a more peaceful home, or maybe it's building a business or uh, deepening your relationship with the Lord, or reinstilling date nights with your spouse. That's one of mine. Uh, We're working on healing from grief. And I want you to imagine, use your imagination, six months from now, and what does success in that area look like to you? And I want you to pause And really think about it. You just take one minute and think, okay, what does this look like to be successful in this area? William Shakespeare says, we are such stuff as dreams are made on. And that is exactly God's point is our imagination is such an incredible tool that we get to partner with him. And don't let the lies of the enemy make you feel like you don't have a purpose or vision or goal. Another question that I got was, what if I get it wrong? And I love that question because we all strive to be good, to, to have those words, well done, good and faithful servant. That is beautiful, right? We, we aim to please because that is that is just kind of our nature and not to say that that is truth because we are already loved to the fullest capacity no matter what but when we are stuck or paralyzed in a state of what if i get it wrong i want to tell you that your father is just excited that you're trying, that you're dreaming, and that he delights in partnering with you no matter what. And that's the beautiful thing, is that he's going to be with us. We don't take the wrong step. And if we do, he uses it for his glory, right? So permission to just try the next thing, to envision the next thing and he will lead you. Okay, so that was vision. And now we're going to dive in a little bit deeper into intention. And intention, again, is our focus and our, our attention. It's our energy. And our vision is not enough by itself. We have to have Intention. We have to act on the vision. For as the body apart from the spirit is dead, faith without works is dead, right? James 2 26. I love the beginning of that verse. For as the body apart from the spirit is dead, faith without works is dead. That's like dead, dead. Like your body is dead, dead when your spirit leaves. And so it is with faith without works. It's dead. You have to act upon the vision. So if God has given you a vision, we have to intentionally move forward with our focus. Uh, There's an analogy that my brother taught me when I was learning how to ride a mountain bike. And he was like, Kristen, don't ever look at the rock that you want want to avoid (laughs) because you'll hit it every time. And so on a path, if you're riding your bike and you see a huge stump in the middle of the path, your focus goes to where you want it to go versus looking at what you don't want to do. So again, our focus, what we're paying to, attention to is where we're headed to. It's just like with a horse. If you've ever ridden a horse, you lead a horse by where you're looking, even with reins in your hand. if you're If you are holding the reins in the hand and you are trying to turn your horse, but you are looking the other direction. The horse is going to be super confused and it will not be as effective as if, if you wanted to turn right, you you gaze to the right and pull the reins at the same time at the right. What we focus on, pay attention to expands you closer to your vision. Seneca was a great Roman thinker. He observed if one doesn't know how to, uh, If one doesn't know, actually, you know what? Let me pull out my thing because I think I wrote it down wrong on my notes here. Um, Excuse me for just a second. Uh, If one does not know to which port one is sailing, no wind is favorable. Let me read that again. If one does not know to which port one is sailing, no wind is favorable. Okay, another way to say that is 1 Corinthians 9 26. I do not run aimlessly, I do not fight like a boxer beating the air. Guys, we don't we don't go anywhere if we're just running aimlessly, right? So saying yes to something means that we are harnessing our focus, our intention, our attention, our energy. All into this area, which means we're going to have to say no to other areas. So practically speaking in your life, if your vision is to walk in financial freedom, to bring legacy to your family, your intention and your focus will be to pay off debt, maybe or saying no to an immediate gratification or focusing on the freedom, not the fear, right? Right. We don't want to focus on the fear, just like the mountain bike or the, the leading a horse, right? We want to focus on the freedom. So we budget. So we pay attention. We become aware of our spending habits and we tweak them. Our intention begins to go towards the things that we actually really want to save for. If your vision is to have a peaceful home, it means focusing on saying things, saying yes to some things and no to other areas. For me, when I think of if that was my goal, I would, or a vision. I mean, that is one of my visions, but maybe in certain seasons, it would look like, um, saying no to certain movies or anxious kind of shows or true crime or scary movies, because I don't want, that to disturb the peace in my household. Maybe it's saying no to screens at night, or maybe it's, uh, I know one of the listeners on here, she takes a week Sabbath off of social media and creates that peaceful home. If your vision is to have a body that is thriving Your intention and focus is going to be on nourishment through movement and nutrition and breathing and meditation, right? If your vision is to go deeper in your relationship with Jesus, then your intention might be saying no to reading any other Christian book right now, because you want to develop tuning in your own ear and listening to Jesus with your own stuff, with your own spirit, right? And developing more of your own relationship. If your vision is to build a business or a ministry or a nonprofit, then your intention is going to be possibly making yourself more seen, making yourself more visible. Who do you need to talk to? Uh, Opening up more of a willingness to go out and speak in public. And again, I want to just say, with all of this, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. He equips you. He empowers you to do the things that you are called to do. This is trust. You guys, I am in a huge season of trust that he has called me to bigger things. And my intention and my focus is being called to a higher obedience than ever. Like what is being said in my brain (laughs) is being challenged to the nth degree that I've ever experienced and really taking authority over what comes through my mind is uber important. So that is my intention. That is where my focus is, is I'm going to keep speaking truth over my mind because it's going to play out in my vision that he has given me. Okay. So moving forward is we have to know the tools to get us to our vision, the resources, and this is means. So this is the M coming back to the M of how we're going to get there. So the means means (laughs) the uh, way to move forward And again, I want to reiterate means by itself is not thriving. That is just surviving. That's just staying busy. That is doing busy work with no point, right? Going back to that verse, I do not run aimlessly. I do not fight like a boxer beating the air. So we do have that vision. We do have that intention. And now we have the means, So what do you need to do to move forward in your vision? Do you need people around you? We all need people. (laughs) I just wrote a post about this the other day on Facebook. We need people to support us in our vision. We cannot do this alone. Do you need a coach? Do you need a teacher? Do you need a class? Do you need a continuing education? Do you need a personal trainer? Do you need an accountability group? Do you need a coach that can help you weed through what is your vision? What is your intention? What is your means? What practices do you need to do? Are there spiritual disciplines? Maybe sitting in silence. If your vision is to grow closer to Jesus, we have to make room to be still and know, or maybe it's to really up your prayer life. So The practices would be going on a walk and praying, getting up earlier and praying, learning more about prayer. Or maybe it is instilling new habits to help you get to that vision. If it's nourishing your body, if that vision of standing strong and confident in your body in the way that he's designed you to live out your purpose What habits do you need to put into place? Is it drinking water? Another thing that is uh, practical for means is time management. How are you scheduling your time in your calendar to move that needle forward? Focus time. Are you blocking time? Are you asking friends to watch your kids while you work out or go on a walk? Or are you focusing time, like say your vision is to write a book? Are you focused during that time so that you can write, turning off notifications? And most importantly, I think, is making sure that there's time to rest and a time to play. Because even within this vision, God wants us to live a life of joy and delight So don't forget to schedule in the playtime and the rest time and just sitting in that gratitude of all of this from your vision to your intention and to your means. It is a joy to partner along with the God who created you and me to walk this life. And it is abundantly more than we could ever, ever, ever ask for. And he chose you. You didn't choose him. He chose you to walk this out. And that is beautiful. And that right there is what takes the pressure off and that it is a joy to walk through this process. So again, I am praying for you, each person that listens to this message, this episode, that you would see you would have revelation, apocalypto. Okay. Again, I want to reiterate, if you have more questions, please find me on our Facebook group, or you can message me on Facebook or Instagram and send me your questions. I'd love to answer them. I cannot wait for February. We are going to start our guest takeover, uh, where once a month I'm going to have somebody who I love and admire and think that they have a message to share, I want to share with you. So I will have this February will be Jenny Lenning will be coming on in the second week and sharing her message that she has on her heart for you. All right, that is it, my friends. Take care. Love you.